Hi, and welcome back to the Courageous Mama podcast. It's lovely to have you back with me again today. I'm excited about the podcast today because last week at the end of our consequences session, I asked you to come back to me with questions or scenarios that had worked for you. And I have so enjoyed your feedback. And I'm going to share some of your scenarios and answer some of your questions. I'm also going to spend some time with a parent who has completely flipped across to using consequences. And she says that they work so well, she talks about how to rein yourself back a little bit. And just for even more flavour, at the end, I've asked my own children what it felt like to grow up with consequences in the parenting mix. And I think you're going to enjoy their answers. Firstly, let's hear from some parents who have put consequences directly into practice. My seven-year-old has a huge problem with timing. He loves a long, slow, lazy bath before bed, but always gets distracted when he has something he's supposed to be doing. Yesterday, I said the bath is ready and he chose to ignore me and took forever coming up to the bath. He got in and unfortunately, he only had two minutes of bath left or we'd miss reading time before bed. So I said, I'm sorry there isn't time to chill in the bath. Maybe tomorrow you'll make it up in time for that. So I asked her today whether or not that had made any difference. And she said it had and the next day was better. But she also added that she feels it's a work in progress and may take a few more goes before the penny drops, but that she's prepared to persevere. Here's one from a mum of an older child. Thank you for the session on consequences. I found it really helpful. One of my son's jobs is to put the bins out for collection day. He usually forgets and we seem to always let it slide because it's no big deal for my husband to put them out when he goes out for his early morning run. But it annoys us that he forgets and we liked the idea that consequences raise the responsibility levels. So we chatted about it and decided that even though it was easier to let it slide, we would encourage responsibility. My husband reminded him after dinner the night before collection day and he convincingly said that he was onto it. But again the next day, the bins weren't out. At the moment, he's quite enjoying getting up a little later as he doesn't have the school commute. But he was a bit surprised to be woken at 6.30 and asked to take the bins out last week. We remembered to stay calm and stay nice. So there was a very frustrated teenager, but my husband was able to hold his frustration. We remembered the line, let the consequence do the teaching. I'm pretty sure next time he's reminded the night before, our words will have more effect. So they were great stories. I really enjoyed hearing back from parents. And I was speaking to a mum who put consequences into practice a few years ago, and she remembered this story. She said she'd been asking her son to clear his bedroom and was tired of the sound of her own voice. So she said to him that if he didn't clear it by a certain day, not to worry and that she'd do it for him and he can do another chore for her before he went to meet with his friends on Saturday. Bearing in mind this was a few years ago when we used to go meet friends. (laughs) Sure enough, he didn't clear his room and she'd gone ahead and done it for him. So his chore before going out on Saturday was to wipe all the skirting boards. She said she remembers it well because he had to ask her what a skirting board was. (laughs) It was quite funny because I also spoke to the son after speaking to her, who's now nearly 18, and he remembers this experience well and having to wipe all of the skirting boards. But he said it did the trick and that consequences was better than being shouted at. How about that? So here are a couple of questions that I've been asked. Can you use consequences when the kids are arguing with each other? Good question. 
There are a number of great tools for when children are in conflict and it's really worth going back to podcast one on conflict and pick up a couple of tips in there. But in short, yes, you can. I think if there's a burning issue to be resolved, that's a matter on its own. But if we're talking here about bickering and that draining ongoing picking on each other, then yes, a consequence can be handy. I think it's probably particularly relevant at the moment because there was more than one of these. And I guess that children are seeing a lot more of each other and not necessarily getting the space or exercise or outside stimulation that they're used to whilst we're in lockdown. So I would let them know that you're finding the arguing draining and that it's making you tired. So try all the normal appeals and, as I say, some from the previous podcast. But if they're still continuing to argue, I would keep a specific job for the end of the day, such as cleaning the bathroom or a bit of hoovering or sweeping the floor or something age appropriate that you know that they're not going to enjoy, but it needs doing. And when it's normally time for them to settle in front of the TV or an activity that they're looking forward to, just explain gently that before they do that, you'll need them to do this task because you're so tired from all of the bickering, so you don't have the energy to do it yourself. I think it's worth pointing out here that it's not the same as saying you're arguing again so you'll have to clear the bathroom. If it doesn't have that specific link and the early warning, it can just become a punishment and that's when we flip across back to punishments without realising it. The logical consequence has to help them make the association between the arguing and the bathroom and the fact that the arguing made you tired and that's why you had to ask them to do the chore. Another question that was asked, and I have been asked this many times before, when can you use screens as a consequence? And it's a great question. In short, when the screen has been the issue. So for example, it's not a consequence if they've been rude to a parent or they're behind with their work to be taking their screens away. However, if they've ignored your screen time boundaries, it would then be a natural consequence. For example, ours have a certain amount of screen time which they have to monitor themselves and prove when asked. And remember, what we're tackling here is character issues. So if they regularly go over their screen time, then taking away screen time would be a logical consequence. If it's a one-off thing and it's not a character issue that you're battling, then I wouldn't necessarily use consequences at all. Another screen example would be that ours have to charge their phones downstairs from half an hour before bedtime. So if they're not there in time, the phone then gets held back from them. Probably our harshest one is phones in bedrooms because we feel really strongly about that. I'm not saying that you should feel strongly about that. It's just an issue that we're after. So if they don't put their phone downstairs and it's found with them after bedtime, they lose it for a day the first time, a week the second time and a month the third time. And yes, we have taken a phone away for a month. There's time for one more question. So I've particularly chosen this one because it's a good reminder that consequences aren't necessarily the tool for all occasions. She says, my seven-year-old can sometimes make things up to try and get what he wants. For example, mum, I'm really looking forward to our movie later when I had said I would think about it. How can I teach him not to manipulate the truth to try and get what he wants, please? Great question. I think for that one, I probably try to make a time to chat with him about that issue, not in the moment when it is an issue, but outside of that moment. And then the next time we're having a conversation and I say, maybe later, I would ask him what he's heard. Have you heard me say definitely yes? Or have you heard me say maybe later? So that later on, it's much harder for him to come back having switched your maybe into a definitely. 
if he claims not to have remembered that, I'd have a little season where when that scenario comes up, you'd perhaps just jot it down on a piece of paper and you both agree that that was what was said and you pop it in a drawer and if you need to pull it out later because you can't remember, then you've got it available. And you'll probably find that'll set a new course. I'd also want to say I'd really lay on the empathy if the maybe didn't end up coming to pass and just acknowledge how very disappointing that felt for him. So that's a great example of somewhere that you wouldn't use a consequence. And I just want to acknowledge the parents who fed back and are looking forward to putting it in process. Here's one of them. I really enjoyed it. It was so relevant with my three and a half year old. At the moment, I feel like I'm fighting so many battles. Food is a big one. And I'm definitely going to try the approach you mentioned about leaving it for 15 minutes. So best of luck with that. I'm sure it'll work. Let's go across and chat to Rose now. She was one of the mums who came on a parenting course last year and went away and tried the tools that she had learned. So I was interested to ask her, have you tried consequences? Yes, we have tried consequences. And it's been one of those where you can get consequence happy when you realise, oh, this works. Yes, I'm glad you've said that. (laughs) Yes. They're almost like, landmine yes I'm becoming a control yeah. freak so <laughs> initially it's quite easy to go too far with them and yeah. then have to rein yourself back in and it is choosing your battles through a day yes. what's you know what's worth it to mm-hmm. me is it really that bad if he hasn't tidied up toys before we go out for a walk yeah no mm. we'll leave that one mm. that's fine but is it really important that you know teeth are brushed morning Mm. and night yeah I'm not going to falter on that one so we're definitely we are Mm. brushing teeth and do you feel like if you drill down on the teeth then there may come a time when you can go actually do you know what we're going to nail the toy issue yeah so I think it's yeah yeah, exactly and it's it's picking one bit yeah at a time which definitely has worked yes one characteristic to strengthen yes at a time time. well done (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah because it gives you it makes you feel powerful Mm. and then you think oh yeah i could solve all the house issues in two days (laughs) we could have this running ship shape i could have this exactly how i want it to be (laughs) but yeah no so it definitely you yeah you can get trigger happy with it you can you can but that's so brilliant because you've seen that and you've pulled back so can you give me an example of a consequence that worked well for you yeah we actually used one of your tricks Mm. so you did the was it shoes in the shed Yes. Or things in the shed. Yes. Yeah, we did that with um, wellies. Wellies were always left after walk, just in front of the kitchen door. So the next person that came in would trip over yeah. the wellies. Yeah, so that always puts you in a good mood. Always <laughs> fantastic. And we have a welly bin outside that the rest of us leave our wellies in upside down. But Arthur comes in, wellies off on the kitchen floor. Right. So, you know, I'd said to you know, we said, oh, you know, can you put those in the welly bin outside? Can you put those in the way every single time we came in? Yes. And I said, I'm, I'm completely fed up. Of saying yeah. this. And you now. feel like a nag. Yeah. I hate that. So I put them on the path in the garden. So the next time we went to go for a walk, Arthur went outside with the slippers on. Where are my wellies? Oh, they're um, just popped them on the path in the garden. <laughs> Why? I said, well, they weren't in the welly bin. Oh. Okay. So we went and got them. <laughs> and then when we came back from the walk, he put them in the kitchen again. And I thought, okay, right, we'll go with it again. So well I put done. them, yeah, put them right. back on the path, probably one step further. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And next time I went for a walk, he said, well, my, my wellies aren't here again. And I said, you know, where did you leave them? And he's like, oh, I left them on the kitchen floor. And I said, yeah. 
And he said, are they outside again? And I said, mm-hmm. And he went, okay. And he went and got them. And then we came back from the walk. He went, I'm going to put these in here because next time we go for a walk, oh, they'll be in the welly bin. And I said, victory. brilliant. Well done. That's where, yeah, we've got all got our wellies in the welly bin. And that one clicked. The wellies are always there now. And that one really? was an instant. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. So that was, yeah, gratification. You think, yeah, okay, that was yeah. worth it. That was good. So that, that's worked really well for us. And I love that because actually, although it's easier for you not to have yeah. wellies in the kitchen, actually one day he'll really appreciate that muscle mm. <laughs> doing yeah. things because they just need doing yeah yeah that's a great thing to drill in when they're young for their sake isn't yeah. it I know because some of my kids have gone through uni three of them and yeah. um it's really hard work living with people who just haven't built responsibility or had it that's built it. in wow well. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who actually really resisted the consequences, okay, didn't yeah. like it at all when I first spoke on it. It had been about sort of 10, 12 years ago and recently said, oh, I say recently, it was about a year or two ago, she said, I wish I had gone for it because my kids had to learn things in their 20s that I really could have taught them in yeah. their teens and the stakes were bigger and it cost them more. So can you think of any other consequences that you've used in family life? I mean, I watch telly for a little bit in the morning and then a little bit in the afternoon after lunchtime. Mm. So the consequence was, you can watch telly now in the morning, and I'd like you to turn it off after two episodes. And if we're not turning it off after two episodes, then the consequence is probably going to be that the telly doesn't go, the telly the afternoon means you only get one episode, mm. not two episodes, if we're not turning it off. Which took a while, and again, but I wanted two episodes this afternoon, but I wanted two episodes this afternoon. Well, you know, this morning we made the choice, yeah. but yeah. that wasn't happening. Yeah. And that one has given him... The responsibility, and then we gave him the responsibility of him having the button, so him to turn it off and all of this, and that one worked. We had another one that was good with consequences. Oh, clothes on the stairs. Mm-hmm. So I piled cleaning clothes on the stairs. I said to Arthur, when we're going upstairs in the evening, can you grab your bag, your like pile of clothes, and we'll take them upstairs and put mm. them by your drawer. Okay, every night, walking past them, walking past them, walking past them, and I thought, okay. This is my next one. <laughs> I'm not going to take the clothes. I need a plan. not going to take the clothes up the stairs anymore. So I left the clothes on the stairs. And then I thought, no, that's too easy. He can just come down the stairs and mm. get them. It's not really causing that much of a thing. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So the drawers closed his clothes into a drawer in my room. So the next one he came to get dressed. Well, I can't find the purple trousers that I wanted mm. to wear today. And I said, oh, okay. Um... Where, where do you normally find the purple trousers? Well, I don't normally find them on the stairs. And I said, oh, yeah. Mummy's asked you to, you know, take those clothes upstairs, hasn't she? Yeah. So that was another one like the welly one, where he mm. had to come further, and he had to come out of his way, and he had to come and find them. And just to clarify, your bedroom is actually the way back downstairs, downstairs isn't downstairs. it? Downstairs. So in the morning, yeah. you've gone upstairs to get dressed. Yes. The clothes aren't there. You've yep. had to come downstairs, yep. find me, Great. ask about the clothes, and it's taken longer, which is then taken time away from the things that he's, you know, the activity. wanted to do mm. in the morning. And again, now, every night, doesn't even think about it. I don't oh, even think he wow, thinks about it. wow, you've nailed it. Just, I don't even, I haven't said it for weeks. And the clothes that's go great. up the stairs. So that's that, yeah, great. I'm going to reintroduce that. We've got some slack walking past clothes going yeah. on the stairs at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah take, take a leaf out of my own book. <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So that's working for you. And yeah. do you find that? causes less conflict and yeah and a relationship it does and because there isn't there isn't that oh, you need to take clothes upstairs, clothes upstairs again mm. you don't lose 
your control. Love it, because oh, you've taken nagging that was out really of family easy. life. Yeah, because nagging, yeah. Yeah. Nagging's a, yeah, I don't deal, I don't want to be nagged no, at, so I really don't want to yeah. nag. <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. yeah. That was my goal, yeah. just like, no, not that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So this week, I sat in the garden with my children and I asked them a couple of questions about consequences. Now, bear in mind, we didn't flip across to consequences until the older ones were in their teen years. So they actually have a memory of that sort of tectonic change in family life when (laughs) nagging and raised voices stopped and consequences came along. You might have the privilege of starting this younger and not having to do that shift. But hopefully it will encourage you that if your children are in their teen years, it's never too late to start. So we're sitting here in the sunny garden with the birds chirping and here's Henry, my eldest. And Henry is 25. So darling, I want to ask you a couple of questions today. Okay. Were you aware of consequences being a parenting tool in your childhood? Well, my first memory of consequences came as a bit of a shock. <laughs> um, and I think, I think after that I realised you deployed a technique on me. And can you remember what it was? Clearly, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's this, been, this terrible shock. I think it's been used in a few parenting talks by you. Um, so I think I was about 13 or 14 years old and I had a habit of um, going out with my friends and not coming back home until after the agreed upon time. And this annoyed mum and dad, but I couldn't really understand why. So I kind of, I just kept doing it. And then one day we were at church and we didn't get to stay very long after the service because my football match on Sunday was very soon after church. And mum took her time. She talked to her friends. Dad talked to his friends. Very leisurely about going and getting up my other siblings. And I all the time was freaking out, wondering when this was going to end and when we would go to football. (laughs) Uh, Only to realise later that actually... um, Mum and Dad were making me realise how it feels when people don't stick to your timings. <laughs> and from memory, we had called your coach, hadn't we? And told yeah. him you'd be late that day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not impressed. <laughs> he had a strong word with me after, though. Did he? Yeah. I don't remember that. So would you say there's an upside of having consequences? It helped me arrive at a place of understanding because I could see how important it was to you and Dad that I kept to my word, to when I said I was going to be home or to when I was going to do something. And I think when I saw how that was from my side with the football example, I realised how frustrating it is when people don't respect your timings. (laughs) That was obviously quite a tough learning experience for you. On the flip side, do you think there's been any advantages? I think it shifts responsibility from if I need to be up in time for something, it's not your job to literally grab me, drag me out of bed and dress me. It's on me. This is the way it is. If you're there, you're there. If you're not, you're not. Then I had to be in the car at that time or I would have to make my own way there. And that was just the way things were, I think. You know, there was no harrying and hassling. What kind of impact do you think that has on the sort of parent-child relationship? It means, it does mean less nagging. I think I've seen a lot of my friends grow up and go, oh gosh, I, my mum or dad nagged me so much this morning and that they won't get off my back and I don't think I've really experienced that because I, I knew where the boundaries were. Because that responsibility was shifted onto me from a young age, I haven't had to have you or dad managing me all the time. So when I've got a problem, whether it's work or relationships, 
I feel that I can always come to you and, and explain my issue. And I know that you won't try and solve the problem for me. You won't weigh in with all your opinions. You'll hear me out. You'll ask me how I feel. Um, and you'll help me come up with a plan if I ask you to. And I think that's been very helpful and definitely healthy, as well as a result of giving me choices throughout childhood. Have you found consequences a tool that you've ever used? Yes, definitely. So I'm a secondary school teacher of Spanish and I found consequences to be really useful. And one day I very proudly phoned mum and said, I've used it, I've used consequences. <laughs> I worked at quite a difficult school last year and some of the pupils would decide that my lessons weren't very interesting and they would misbehave. And so there were a select few that I kept behind one day and I said to them, it seems that you don't find my lessons very interesting. So because you decided to not pay attention in my lesson, I'm now going to give you the opportunity to design my lesson. You can plan <laughs> my lesson and my activities and whatever you find fun and interesting can go into the lesson within certain boundaries, of course. And uh, I think they soon realised that actually lesson planning is pretty boring and it also gave them a newfound respect for how much hard work goes into planning lessons. So that was really handy, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, that's brilliant. So, still out in our summery garden, I have Amelia here, age 22. <laughs> sure am. And I'm going to ask her the same question. Can you remember a time when a consequence was used on you? Yes. <laughs> that was a short part, yes. <laughs> At school, when I would forget my lunch, and it was the most annoying thing when you wouldn't bring it in for me. <laughs> and I remember phoning in one time and saying, oh, please, 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 mummy, can you bring me my lunch? He said, oh, darling, I'm sorry, I can't today. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> we live down the road why can't you bring in my lunch now you're a little older do you think that's terribly cruel or were there any upside benefits um no there were definitely benefits because it taught me to be responsible for myself and that i couldn't just rely on mum and dad to pick up the pieces when i'd forgotten to pick them up one day i was running late and i didn't have time to make lunch or you did happen to drop something in for me. It was, oh wow, that's really kind that mum and dad have done that, rather than, oh well yeah, they should do that, they're my parents. So I think it's given me respect for my parents, made me responsible for myself, um, dealt with my entitlement issues. <laughs> um, and I mean, we're always learning and growing, aren't we? And so I think when I have children, I want them to grow up and I want them to be not just grateful for what I do, because I think a mum's job and a dad's job is manic, but I want them to be grateful for the people around them, for what mm. they do for them. What it did over time is I learned to, yeah, be responsible for myself. But it, when you did consequences, I never lacked empathy or support or interest from you guys. And so if I had forgotten my lunch, it wasn't like, well, I'm not going to bring it in for you. I can't believe you would make me do that. You know, I'm not going to run around for you when you forget things. It was... Darling, I'm really sorry you've forgotten your lunch. I'm actually working today or I'm actually busy today. It was always, mm. I'm really sorry, you must be so hungry. I'll have a lovely cake waiting for you when you get home. And all this responsibility that got foisted upon your shoulders, mm. did it leave you feeling unsupported in your childhood? Never. No. You always supported me. And also, the support was never, Mum, I have this issue, Dad, I have this issue, and then you would come in to fix it. It was always, oh gosh 
how does that make you feel? I'm really sorry that that's happened. I'm really sorry you feel like that. And I think also when you would help us, it was in such a way that would enable us rather than to do things for us. Always supportive. I don't think I've ever lacked that. Apart no. from in my in my Grey's Anatomy obsession, I, I oh, think yes. that's quite rude. Yes, that you can have that on your own. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like doing a, a podcast that makes you shine, is there? No, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to get you on all my bad points. <laughs> <laughs> I hope today's podcast has given you a rounded view of consequences in working progress. So you've got parents there who have fed back, you've got Rose who's put it into practice in her home over a period of time, and you've got my own children looking back and seeing the advantages in their own lives. As they say, out of the mouths of babes. It's been great covering this topic. I feel so passionately about empowering and equipping and encouraging parents to raise empowered, equipped and encouraged children. Thank you for listening. See you next week.